0: Hi, this is Sherry, and welcome to episode two of the Stuff I Like podcast. It's basically a podcast about Stuff I Like. That's literally the name. And today, the thing that I wanted to talk about was how the rich always just get richer. I know this is not a new concept, but after I reached a certain point in my money journey, I realized that... I'm being given a lot more opportunities than I ever was when I was at a lower income bracket or a lower net worth bracket. So a couple of years ago, I want to say three, maybe four years ago, maybe even five, I received an email from a bank saying that I was pre-approved for a line of credit. I'm like, okay, listen, I don't really need a line of credit. I'm not interested in owing people money, but let's open up this email and see where this goes. So I opened up this email and I was pre-approved for a whopping amount of I think it was $20,000 at the time. My first thought was I don't even understand how they came up with this number. They're just going to randomly offer me a line of credit for 20 grand. First of all, what what the heck? <laughs> you know? Like I didn't apply for this and they just found me in their database and was like, "Here, have a free $20,000." And I'm being facetious because 20k it's a line of credit, it's not free, but having that kind of access to what most people would consider a lot of money, even if it's in the form of debt, it's still something that I never experienced at lower income levels or lower net worth levels. So that's not even the crazy part. So not only was I pre-approved for $20,000 as a line of credit, they were gonna give it to me for, I think it was three months at a 0% interest rate. So 20K, 0% interest rate, this is where it's supposed to draw people in. And it's supposed to tell you, hey, guess what? You have access to quote unquote free money, 20 grand. Wouldn't you like to take that money and maybe spend it on a home renovation, a vacation, whatever you, you can dream of, you know, whatever you'd like. The money is there for you. And I thought about this because I knew a girl in university who literally thought her student loans, her line of credit and credit cards were free money. She had no concept of, of having to pay it back afterwards at all. And to be fair, I didn't either, but I knew someday that the piper was gonna come calling, right? They were, they were gonna come and get their money back. I knew someday that this would become a debt. At the time, I did not think it would be a debt, so I ended up spending more than I should have, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Basically, I wasn't frugal when I was in university and I should have been, but long story short, this girl literally thought that this money was free and she would never have to worry about it ever. So she would take this money and she would go drinking with it, literally go drinking every single weekend. And she would buy everybody drinks and like really like just ball out. Okay. And I always just thought, what ever happened to her? Whatever happened to her story at the end? I will never know because I don't remember her name at all. I just remember what she looked like. She was blonde, blue eyed, gorgeous, heartbreakingly gorgeous. So maybe she found, you know, somebody to take care of her loans afterwards. Who knows? Okay. I'm not going to speculate, but. The point is I received this 20 grand at a 0% interest rate, temporary, of course, just a promotional one. And I know that it's a trick to get people to spend money so that you end up having to then suddenly have to pay interest on this 20 grand that you blew in the past three months or whatever. And I knew it was a trick, right? But then my brain started working overtime. I was like, well, 20K, 0% interest. I'm just going to put in my high interest savings account. <laughs> so that's what I did. I took out the 20 grand. I stuck it in my high interest savings account. I made a couple thousand dollars off it. I think at the time it wasn't so bad, the interest rates. And then before the period ended for the promotional 0% interest, I put it back. So I mentioned this on Instagram and one of my friends messaged me and says, oh, I was pre-approved too. I never thought about doing that with that 0% interest loan. I go, okay. And out of curiosity, I asked her, so how much did you get pre-approved for? And she already knew that I got pre-approved for 20,000. And she said, oh, I only got 5,000. But then I thought to myself, but how are they checking to give me 20000 and to only give her 5000 But anyway, I don't know. They must have some sort of algorithm because I don't keep any money in that bank. I don't give my real income numbers to banks because I don't want to get hassled by financial advisors. And, you know, it's, it's a lot. But it really made me think that getting that $20,000 with 0% interest, this is something that really only people who have money are able to get. So the whole irony of this is that the rich just get richer because the more money you have, the more banks want to throw at you. I mean, the more money I've been accumulating over the years, the more hassle I've gotten from banks, the more calls I've gotten, credit card offers, more lines of credit. And actually just the other day, which is the reason why I'm talking about this is I got an email from Wealth Simple. It's one of the brokerages that I do have my money invested under. I actually have the bulk of my money under Questrade, which is not Wealthsimple, but I opened Wealthsimple because you're able to do fractional share purchases, which I know sounds like a gimmick, but sometimes you have a share that's at, you know, $200 and I just want to buy 20 bucks worth of it. I'm the type of person that likes to take every single dollar and invest it into anything I get my hands on. So if it's fractional shares and it's only $20 and it's a gimmick, I'm... I don't really care because I just want that 20 bucks invested. Like that's how insane I am. So back to this email. This email says, welcome to generation. I guess they're playing off generational wealth. That makes sense. As a client who has more than $500,000 of wealth simple, we'd like to congratulate you on joining our generation tier. You're in good company. Less than 5% of our clients reach this milestone. Okay. So first they start off with flattery, always good, but less than 5%. Okay. Well, it's not 5% of, Everybody in Canada, that's for sure. It's just 5% of people who are actually with Simple, but potato patata. So here are all the benefits I get as a generation client. I now have a dedicated team of advisors. I can receive personalized wealth management advice and coaching and schedule a call with an advisor, presumably for free. I mean, this one, I'm kind of like, but if I needed your help, I would have needed it before when I had no money at all, right? It's not now that I need personalized wealth management advice and coaching. I mean, I've already reached a point where I don't need you. I needed you before in my twenties when I had no money and I was 60,000 in debt. Right? So this is kind of useless for me, but anyway, next one, comprehensive financial plan, meet with a certified financial planner to define your goals, ensure tax efficiency, refine your savings strategy and more. Again, all of this stuff would have been helpful before, Although they do say define your goals, your saving strategy and tax efficiency, which leads me to believe that maybe they're going to suggest things like, hey, maybe you should invest in more dividend Canadian dividend paying stocks because you pay less taxes and that sort of thing. But again, this information is interesting to anybody, not just people with money, but people without money. And of course, this is a gimmick. I know it's because you have money that they're interested in you, which is the irony of everything. And because you have money and they're interested in you, they're interested in your money. Let's, let's not get it twisted. They're after your money at the end of the day. They wanna know how to get their grubby little paws on more of your money. That's the real goal of all of this. Okay, moving on. Complementary USD accounts. Buy and sell US stocks without paying foreign exchange, foreign exchange, foreign exchange fees on each trade made in your stocks and ETFs account, $120 a year value. So I actually just trade all my US dollar stuff in Questrade because I do that uh, gambit where I basically buy a US dollar ETF and then convert it. Anyway, I'll talk about that later. The point is I get complimentary USD accounts. So basically they're telling me move all your US dollar stocks over to Wealth Simple. Okay, fine. Another one, at least 20% lower management fees. Enjoy a reduced to 0.4% management fee on your managed investing accounts. So this is anything where it's not DIY. So it's that wealth simple robo advisor thing where you throw in all your money and they they invest it for you. They charge you a fee. So if you have over half a million, apparently you pay less in fees because you have more money with them. Oh, here's one that I'm actually interested in 4.5% interest on your cash account balance. That's over four times more than our core 1% rate. And it's not a limited time offer. It's your regular, everyday, very good interest rate. So disclaimer on this, even though they say this is not a limited time offer, what they mean is it's based on the Bank of Canada rates. So right now my money is with Tangerine in the promotional period until end of August at 5%. I will move it over to Wealth Simple at the end. So yes, they're going to get my money in September unless Tangerine extends their offer to keep me at 5%. I know it doesn't seem like a lot of money four percent here five percent there but it's actually a lot when you have a lot of cash sitting around to be invested or waiting to be invested i should say because it's in a high interest savings account so i actually do have a fair bit of money sitting in my high interest savings account just because i'm saving for a second home and that's the reason why i have a lot of cash on hand at five percent but i will switch over to 4.5 percent if i don't buy my house by then so that's super interesting then you have other stuff airport lounge access well Okay. Private credit, 9% annual yield. This one is interesting. However, I dabbled with something very similar under lending loop in Canada, but small businesses are just not purchasing or I should say borrowing money like they used to for very, very good reasons. And this private credit thing is interesting, but I think I would get a better deal if I were to do it individually, rather than going through a platform, because they are going to take 1% or some sort of fee to offer you this private lending opportunity, right? And then there's all that normal stuff, you know, priority support, get front of the line phone and email support. I have that with Questrate as well. The minute I log in and I click chat with an advisor, I'm the first in line because I get priority access from being a, what do they call it? Platinum member or something like that. I don't know. And then there's more. So custom portfolios, asset location, which I think they mean allocation, discounts on estate planning services and all that other stuff. So discount on estate planning services. This one I could be interested in. However, I don't want a discount. I want it for free. So if these so-called team of advisors and certified financial planner can't help me with estate planning, I'm less interested. That said, I might actually go through and see whether or not they can help me with what I have. The only thing is that this might be a bit of a trick to understand how much I actually have in my portfolio so that they can try and not harass me, but persuade me very strongly to move my money over to them. And my life is all about being hassle-free. So I'm kind of thinking I don't want to bother with this, I might do it if I'm bored, maybe after I stop working or whatever. But for now, I think I'm good. But all of these benefits, although they're great, I don't use them. And that's my whole point. I already have enough money that I don't need to use these benefits. These benefits would have helped me in my 20s when I had no money, like I said, when I was struggling with trying to figure out what the hell a budget was. What did they mean by expenses? You know, for me at that time, expenses was just stuff I spent my money on. It wasn't necessarily thinking about expenses as, hey, if you spend money on A, then you can't spend money on B. And I I never thought about it like that before because it sounds so simple and like such common sense, but it just never occurred to me. Now, older and wiser, with a few more gray hairs, I can look back and think, but It's so simple. Income is what you make. Expenses is what you spend. Here are categories. There are allocated percentages for each. I mean, you just don't think about this stuff. You really don't when you're younger. And that's the help that I could have needed from this certified financial planner to define goals for my future and to think about tax efficiency so that I structure my portfolios so that they're tax efficient. For instance, putting all your U.S. dollar accounts in your RSP instead of your TFSA or holding dividends or capital, big capital gains in your TFSA, if you happen to have different you know, types of strategies, or even just knowing that your margin account, meaning your non-registered investing accounts, it's best to hold dividend stocks or uh, capital gains in there too, because capital gains are taxed at 25%, which is very low, and dividends also, depending on what province you live in and what kind of dividends they are, they're also taxed quite favorably. But none of this stuff is available unless you have half a million. But at the point that you reach half a million, you don't really need their help anymore. I mean, unless of course you're just socking away money in cash or something. And they're like, Oh God, please let me help you. Let me help you allocate this money into our higher interest rate, mutual funds and be, you know, put it under our robo advisor, manage portfolios. I don't know. But all I know is that the rich keep getting richer because they keep getting all these resources all these lines of credit, all this help, all this debt thrown at them. And I'll bet you if I go to a bank today and say, hey, if I wanted to get a mortgage from you today, how much could you offer me? And they would be more than happy to sit down and give me probably a fuckload of money. I mean, to me anyway. I'm not sure what you guys consider a fuckload of money. But to me, I'm pretty sure they'd be willing to extend me quite a hefty amount of mortgage debt. I can already tell you that even before when I had about half the net worth that I have today, they offered me, I think it was $600,000, just me alone in mortgage debt. Although today, maybe things have changed. They're a little bit more conservative. They don't want you to default on a 6 7% mortgage interest loan. But still, even with that in mind, they're going to take into account your assets and they're going to think to themselves, well, if she wants a loan, I'm going to give it to her because... She'll just be able to sell her assets and clear that loan if she needs to. That's what they're thinking. And honestly, all of this kind of makes me a bit sad that only people with resources have access to more resources, the ones who actually don't need that help. And that's partly the reason why I think it's so wonderful to see so many more Instagram accounts and blogs back in the OG days when there was just, you know, MySpace and GeoCities and those websites that would just talk about what they did with their money. And these days it's all on TikTok, It's on Instagram. Not sure about Snapchat. I'm not really on there, but it's just interesting and kind of great to see all these free resources pop up for people who don't have money because I had the access to them in my twenties, but it's nowhere near to the level of quality resources that you have today for free to be able to learn everything you want to learn about personal finance. In my day, (laughs) in my day, we walked both ways uphill in snow. No, no. In my day, (laughs) I really just had access to blogs. I had access to Investopedia and I had access to books. And the first book I ever read was The Millionaire Next Door. And looking back now, that wasn't the best book in my opinion, for starting out in personal finance, but look at today, you have so many more books on personal finance, like fighters becoming a movement. So while I want to say that the rich are getting resources that they don't actually need, and I wish that that was offered to people without money to help them have a better financial future. On the flip side, there are so many free resources out there right now that you don't really need their help, if that makes any sense. But of course, this is just one piece of the huge puzzle of all the resources that rich people have access to, because I'm not just talking about financial literacy, which is what Wealth Simple is offering me here. I'm also talking about the fact that you can go into a bank and basically get a loan for your business if you have money. So you have money, you want more money? Sure, we'll give you more money and that's the kind of resources that is not ever going to be accessible to somebody without any capital or assets or any backing of rich parents and that sort of thing but that's a topic for another day that's something completely different so i just wanted to share with you my thoughts on wealth simples email and how the rich just keep getting richer because they just keep getting more stuff thrown at them so that's it that's it my rambling for the day hope you guys have a great rest of your day bye